0: Hey, how's everyone doing today? This is the podcast by Mata. It is Wednesday, July 12th. I'm your host, Joe Mata, and today, hey, we try to bring you the very best from uh, the adult industry, and today I believe we've done that uh, again. Please welcome to the show Miss Heather Vaughn. How are we doing?
1: Hi, Joe. How are you?
0: All right. hi. great. You? All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Hey, can uh, you let the, the fans and, and, and the listeners know, um, how did you get into this exciting industry of the adult industry?
1: Well, I was in my teens when I first started watching porn on the Internet, and it was kind of a discovery because at the time, um, it was like nobody had their own computers exactly, like laptops and stuff. It was like everybody had like a family computer kind of desktop that most people shared. So, like, um, I would, like, go sneak out and use the family computer in the middle of the night and watch porno because if you're new to the Internet, I don't know why, but you download a lot of porn. Um, I found it very interesting. The women looked really sexy and happy. And mm, maybe that naughty side of me started developing in my teenage years.
0: Okay.
2: And
1: then I I got a little older. I have a, a close best friend that's a little that's a little bit of a, a geeky kind of guy. And he spends a lot of time on the Internet. And I'm like, hey, you watch porn probably. Where do they get their girls from? You go online and you find them. And I don't care if you beat your dick all night and day. But you find them, you bring me a list. And so he comes back to me with a list of agencies he discovered. Okay. And and then I called all the agencies and um, the first one that I chose was Shy Love. And at the time her company was ATM L A, which I believe now she sold, but and I know her, her current agency is something else. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so then I went after that with about six months with her, and then since then I've been signing with LA Direct Models. My agent is Derek Hay,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I've been with him for nine years now. So that's that's me. That's my story.
0: Okay, all right, very very interesting. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Now, if you had to, uh, mm-hmm. rec- if you had to recommend a Heather Vaughn scene to someone who, who's just got kind of turned on to you and see, just seen, noticed you on the internet, what what scene would you recommend?
1: Mm, I've been getting a lot of good feedback from this scene called Tonight's Girlfriend. Anything Evil Angel is amazing. All of my Evil Angel work is very good. Right. Uh, my my ABN nominations came from Evil Angel. Actually, it was a Johnny Darko film called Gag Reflex. I'm on the box cover. It's very rough, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: check U- those out. Yeah, usually... Um... Anything from Johnny Darko is pretty intense, from from what I've what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay. Excellent. Excellent yeah. director. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Now, hey, I'm I'm say I've come into ten billion dollars, and I'm shooting. Uh, I'm just going to start a new company, and I want to shoot a my first scene movie um, with Heather Vaughn and her choice of any star from the past. Who would you choose, and why?
1: Who would I choose and why? Yeah, any star from the past. Yeah, I would take a young Nina Hartley and uh, a, a young Peter North. I would take Peter North now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would take a young, okay. a young Nina Hartley. If it was a, a girl, girl scene with a young Nina Hartley, because she had the most incredible body yeah. with the most sexy tan lines, and she just this ass that was. Killer ass. Oh, my God. And her tits just... Young Nina Hartley was a, a real beautiful woman.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really she liked is. her. Yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, I remember through school and stuff mm, seeing still quite a bit of us Say that again? hmm
1: Oh, I so said she's still very
0: lovely. I oh, think. yeah. Yes, she is. Yes, she is for sure. Now, what, what do you like to do um in your downtime when you're not shooting...
1: Oh, and I'm not shooting. I spend a lot of time um working on my personal finances actually. I'm really into finance. Uh I I really enjoy, um, the stock market. I really enjoy studying real estate. I really I'm 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 going to probably start working in real estate and I've been I do it for personal reasons for my own real estate, but Mm-hmm. just uh i i like v- ventures and investing um i also play a lot of sports i'm very active uh i have four gym memberships
2: okay <laughs>
1: and i do yoga i i love hiking i love playing soccer i'll take a ball out to a field anytime yeah. um i go for a run every day lifting heavy weights is one of my favorites
2: yeah.
1: uh I just I, I I skateboard. I've been skateboarding since I 19, or I'm um, sorry, 13, and um, uh, I don't know. I'm i just I love activity.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I like horseback riding. I love. I'm I'm, I'm very into equestrian. Okay. Uh, so so many things. It's activity.
0: Right. Keep right. me moving. Right. Exactly.
1: Activity. Business, fitness, activity,
2: business.
0: Right now, when when you say real estate, are you you looking to just sell houses, or are you looking to like buy and flip them like they do on TV?
1: Uh, I would probably buy them, renovate them, keep them, and rent them.
0: Ah, okay, okay, all right.
1: I would also, I would also. That's on my personal, but um, and that's toward my passive income, my personal, but uh. Uh, on the other side of that, I would also probably, I would also probably be buying them and reselling them. But that would be as, as I work under a real estate, broker, like a, a real estate uh, company or something. Right. There's a woman that uh, that is training me. Okay. For like buying. yeah. But that's different than like if I were to purchase on my own investment. Right. Uh, and, and make my own investment, right? Which yeah. I, I would like to do both, and and I'm working on both, and everything's going very well. Actually, I'm very happy and satisfied. All
0: right. Good to hear. Good to hear. Now, Thank um, you. Thank does you. huh? Now does um, now does sex in your private life ever feel like work? or Are you able to separate the two?
1: Ah, oh, this is interesting. Okay, so I'm able to separate the two, but sex always feels like sex.
2: Right. Okay.
1: Um, it's a mental place. It's really a mental place, I think. Like uh, a sex at work for me, I put my heart in the in the box, and I'm like, okay. And it's funny. It's at this point, I really don't even need to put my heart in a box because I actually I get along with my colleagues. A lot of the the people, my coworkers and my team partners, are all wonderful. Right. And I, they're friends of us. We're such a small community and a tight-knit community. Right. And it becomes very incestual. You start working with the same people all the time. And it's, it's really, it's, it, there is love in it, but it's not love like I, I love them, like in, right. in love with them. I don't know how to explain Meanwhile, if you have a, a partner at home and you're and you're having sex with your partner, it's like you put all of that emotion that you've been carrying around. And You know, it's, it's such an intimate, deep place. They know they know you in a deeper way, uh, as opposed to on the set where you, you spend a few hours a day, you know, with your scene partners. And they don't know that deeper side of you the way your partner does. So that partner is like almost grabbing and poking your soul with a stick. You know what I mean? Right. It's a little different. Right. And I, I like that. It's it's deeper. So for me, I can differentiate. However, sex still feels like sex. My pussy still feels good all the way.
0: Right, right. Now, I also saw um, from a past interview that you would have trouble dating someone in the industry. Uh, I think yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I get something about um, uh, maybe a little bit of jealousy or something maybe in there.
1: Yeah, I probably wouldn't be cool with my partner. Um, no, we no maybe not in the industry per se, but I don't think as a general whole I don't like my partner. To, I don't want to share too right, much.
2: Right. I mean,
1: it's funny. I love I love threesomes. I love bringing women home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it's different if I bring the women to him versus if he went out and grabbed it himself.
0: Right. Right. Understand that now can you um ex- and i feel like it's oh go ahead i'm oh, sorry no go ahead
1: sorry oh I said I feel like it's also a really kind of a special thing to have a woman that brings girls in the house all the time like if you had a partner that brought you girls, wouldn't you be so happy Joe
0: oh yeah definitely i've i've uh I've had that happen in the past and it's definitely definitely very nice, definitely for sure <laughs> <laughs> now can you um can you explain uh what a Vaughn addict is?
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Vaughn addict. I, I did not coin that term, actually. A long time ago, when I first started my Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I love Dior lipstick, Joe. It's, they have the product. It's called Dior Addict.
2: Brand. Okay. It's like
1: a line, a range that Dior made called Dior Addict. So I would, I wear it. I still wear it to this day. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of that mm-hmm. line. And um, so I would post pictures of my makeup, and I put hashtag Dior Addict, and and then everybody else is online started saying, well, you like Dior. We're Von Addicts. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And they, they coined the hashtag Von Addict. I'm mean a Von Addict. The my Twitter followers.
2: Okay. So um,
1: after a while, they just started using it, and a, a lot, like a lot, it just started coming out a lot. I'm like, wow. Uh, this is a little bit earlier and everybody didn't really have their taglines like that, like their little hashtag. I don't think everybody has a personal hashtag nowadays, but it was perfect. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and I started using it mm-hmm. and then I then like more, more started coming. I think that there's like four hashtags for me. So Von addict are the fans. I think the true fans that love me, Right. I would put a, a hashtag Von addict on a plain unnude photo. Mm hmm. Just because I know a real Von addict, an addict would love me, even if I don't have my tits up.
0: Exactly. Or my,
1: you know what I mean?
0: Right. Exactly.
1: But, uh, but at the same time, I could post a naughty, naughty photo with the hashtag Von addict because, honey, that's for you. You're right. And you're I'm right. like, there's the other ones are Von Boss, and I feel like I put Von Boss on like business type uh, tweets and things like that. And the other is like Von Style, which came about. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like fashion related and things like that um, and everything else in between has been just like so many random hashtags that are related to Vaughn I, I should probably look at
2: that on We're, Twitter.
0: yeah yeah I was, I was, I was I seen that and I was thinking okay, you know what this would be a, a, this would be a good promotion you know you come up with like a, a t-shirt you know it says I'm a Vaughn addict and then you have a hashtag you know mm-hmm. Vaughn addict and then like number one. Hashtag, you know, then number two, number three, and then someone who's uh, obviously a Vaughn addict, uh, they're going to be happy just to have the shirt even if it's Vaughn addict, you know, one million two hundred and six, you know?
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> actually a very good idea.
0: You know, and, and then you sell them for, for however, however much, and your your followers are definitely going to buy them because they don't care what number they are as long as they got that shirt says that they are a Vaughn addict. So. It might be true, Joe. He might be on something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, um, you live in uh, New York City, right? I do. Yes. Now, my favorite movie is Fool's Rush In, which is kind of based on, on someone from being there. And throughout the movie, they talk about Gray's papaya hot dogs. Are, are they that damn good, that, <laughs> the, the way they were talking about it in the movie?
1: I I actually can't answer that. I've never seen that film, and I've never had that hot dog. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. okay, 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 okay. Because yeah, cause I've always wondered. It's like because they kept talking about it, kept talking about it, and it's just like okay, well, what, oh, maybe I'll ask her. Maybe she might know. Okay, well, that's all right. Mm-hmm. Now, um, what performers would you like to work with next? Who you haven't had a chance to yet?
1: Hmm. That's a really good question. I uh, would like to probably work with uh, Nicolette Shea. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. I like Caden um, Cross. I don't know if she still performs that much, but she's very pretty. Right. There's a few new girls like Lana, Lana Rhodes is pretty. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, actually... Uh, J- Adriana Cheshick, a good friend of mine and I, we have never worked together in front of a camera. So, I mean, we've partied together and we've, we've hosted we've hosted uh, parties and clubs together. So that's that kind of work, but we've never worked in front of a camera together. Okay. Um, so I would love to work with my friend. And hmm, as far as the guys are concerned, guys I haven't worked with, uh, Manuel, I would probably love to work with him. There's another guy. Um, no, I think just like um, Manuel is the only one I really, really want. Oh, and maybe Tony Rivas. Okay. Uh, and there's some European ones, too. Really nice European. I really want to work with some Greek women, like Inaki. Mm-hmm. Do you know her?
0: Uh, no, um, I don't think so.
1: And Nacho Vidal. I would like okay. to work with him.
0: Nacho, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: and
1: there's um, some beautiful women in Europe. Oh, my gosh. I can go on about girls <laughs> and guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've had uh, uh, my last show, last couple shows, I've had uh, Jillian Jansen on, um, Sarah vandel, Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I would probably work with Jules Ventura
2: as well.
0: Okay, okay. All right. Now, do you have any um, hobbies that would surprise most people? And what is something about you that probably not too many people would know?
1: Okay. Um, something that is a hobby? Uh, I wouldn't really call hobbies, but I'm really into spirituality and uh, Buddhism. And uh, I do a lot of, like, like, I, I'm, I've been studying Tibetan Buddhism,
2: uh-huh.
1: and I love it. I play singing bowls. I have crystals all over my house, and I'm kind of a strange, like, hippie. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe not strange, That's negative. So uh-huh. I feel like it's, I just, I'm, I love, I love to promote positivity. That's something, if that's I, a hobby or a, a passion or something.
2: Right. Uh,
1: I think my spirituality is really, really an important thing to me. Um, that might be surprising. I don't think a lot of people know that I'm into that, uh, into Buddha, Tibetan Buddhism. Right. Uh, I also take sewing school. Okay. And I also train in Muay Thai.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. All right.
1: Uh, I train at Syndicate MMA gym in Las Vegas. If you want to be a fighter, go to Vegas. And Syndicate is amazing. My coach, John Wood, is the, the best. In town He's the best in, in like The west coast Kind of Okay We're very competitive We're amazing fighters Coming out of our gym
0: Alright Alright Good information there And yeah You're definitely right um, The way the world's going nowadays We definitely need to You know Be a little more spiritual And, and a little more kind hearted To 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 people You know uh, uh,
1: Most definitely Joe
0: Yeah Now Will, will you be attending or, or making any appearances At Exotica Or AVN is coming up?
1: I will be at this year's AVN. I have been out of the Exotica Expos for the past year, almost two years now. I've wanted to take that time off so that way uh, I can, like, have the fans crave me a little bit. I I used to go to every single Exotica, Mm -hmm. and um, I just felt like I was... It felt really monotonous, like redundant. I don't know. And I'm like thinking, I don't want to feel that way. So I think that I'm going to give myself the space to miss it and them the space to miss me. So I think that 2018, I probably will start seeing everybody again, but I will be probably signing at different companies. I might be signing with LA Direct Models some of the time, but... Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little different for me. I also, every time I'm at the Exotica I also do seminars. There's these seminars that are there, like uh, how to break into the industry or, uh, you know, certain certain topics that the people come and speak on stage and the fans file into these rows and you can just, they can ask questions to us and my agents. And mm-hmm. I, I do uh, breaking into the industry, kind of. So yeah, I, I get busy at these things, like a, a work. It's more work than it is signing and pleasure. Right. But I wish I could hang out at the expos and work less and sign.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, because I was thinking, um, I was working with uh, this one person who works for a company, and they're thinking about maybe flying me out for Exotica in New Jersey. But it's in November. It's, it's winter, three feet of snow. I don't I do not do well with snow, so I don't know if, <laughs> if I'm going to go to that <laughs> or not. Um. Now, like you said, um, you talk about giving advice, you know, about getting in the industry at these seminars. What what advice would you give to someone who's listening right now who may want to get into the industry, whether they're a uh, uh, man or woman?
1: Man, woman, or TS, or whatever you want. I think that um, the best advice is to trust your intuition, speak to your agents, like not like they are an authoritative figure, because they're not. Uh, speak to your agent like a like your coexisting human being, you know, and they're going to respect you for that kind of presence that you're bringing to them. Um, because there's a lot of girls that are, I've, I've recognized over the years that, you know, they, they seem to have like kind of like a, like a fear or something about their agents. And I'm like, you pay them commission. Like, that makes no sense. But I mean, also, I'm thinking these might be also the same type of girls that that pornography is their only income. Uh So that's like, if that's their bread and butter, then their agent is, like, really important to them uh, economically. And I'm like, okay, well, that's that. So if if you I would also say, you know, find other ways to make yourself uh, some money so that way, you know, you don't feel so reliant on porn. Um, But if you're going to get into porn don't don't necessarily quit your day job you know unless you really are busy 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 in right. porn then you know get it what you can. but but be wise don't don't socialize like crazy crazy if you're going to socialize a lot uh do it with like i would say directors photographers even the pas are smart um your agents are smart to be social with socialize with the right people key people it's nice just be nice with nice colleagues and scene partners girls and guys are great in our industry right some of them are going places they're they are future directors they are future producers so be sharp use your intuition to find your social circle because you never knew who's going to do what and be close to the people who who could give you good guidance
0: right 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 some good advice there for sure now, ladies and gentlemen, um, listeners, if you guys missed it, uh, Heather took over um, the Sex Panther Snapchat yesterday and um, she gave, uh, um, gave a lot of a, a good performance. Um, how did they contact you or, or how did that come about?
1: That comes about because I have been, I have been using Snap, I'm sorry, not Snap, Sex Panther for maybe a year now. And I've done very well financially from it and I think it's a really great program and I feel like all the girls should have a Sex Panther account. Right. Um, I think that I saw girls, I uh, forget who I saw, but I saw girls posting like, hey, I'm going to do a takeover. I was like, that's a really great idea
2: mm-hmm. for
1: me to promote my Sex Panther and then also to put me uh, a little, like, be closer to the company. It keeps me talking to their staff. You know, it's important to communicate with the people who you're dealing with money and making money with. Right. So communicating with them, it gives me an opportunity to talk with them. It also, uh, and they're they're a great team right. at, at Sex Pounder. And uh, they sent me, like, a, a onesie, like, one of those bodysuit things.
2: Right.
1: You, I'm going to take some pictures. In it. Mm-hmm. I reached out to them and was like, Oh my gosh, that's so cool. How can I do this? And they're like, We have some spots open, you better get over here. I'm like, All right, I wanna do it. So we corresponded by via email mm-hmm. and uh Yeah, that there you have it. Next thing you know I'm on there and it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. So so much fun. Oh. I would notice though a lot of girls on there are very sexy mm-hmm. and I I'm I'm I was like really like comedy
0: mm-hmm. and funny. Yeah. Right. I
1: wanna be a little different. Have some
0: fun with it. Right. It was definitely uh, definitely a, a good time for you, and and, and uh, I'm sure the the viewers definitely enjoyed it for sure. Now let's talk about um, a video I seen you in. I'm gonna butcher this name. I know it. Cap Kalouis. And Cap Kalus. Uh, yeah, Kaluus. The the video was little little rebel. Can you um, tell the listeners how that came about, how they contacted you, and what I really liked about it was. When you see videos, it's usually, you know, ninety percent on the rapper and ten percent on the model. And this way to me it looked more it was more reversed, it was more focused on you than than the rapper singer.
1: Mm, okay. Um, well, okay, I have a very amazing social group in my hometown of Las Vegas. Uh-huh. One of the girls out there, Priscilla Paliseos she she's just amazing she's got this incredible voice and she's so good that she's got a great uh, network of other musicians and artists in the music industry okay one of those are cap, are cap Callis and they're friends so vicariously I guess I would I don't know oh I remember one day Priscilla sits in my car and she's like, oh, my God, you got to put this song on. Put it on for me. And he, she plays it. And it's a Cap Callis track mm-hmm. called, um, oh, I forget the name of the track. Oh, Ten Gold Plates. Okay. Ten Gold Plates by, by Cap Callis. Such a good song, Ten Gold Plates. Uh, and um, I was like, damn, that's hot. So I bought his album right there on the spot off my uh, off my iTunes. Uh-huh. And I and I went and I followed his Twitter and all this stuff and he's he's like, oh my gosh, you're my fan. That's amazing. I'm your fan. That's cool. I'm like, that's cool. And then we have my friend in common. So we all kind of became friends. It was great. Uh, next thing you know, a few months went by and he's like, oh my gosh, I got this project I want to do. I really want to include you. I think you would be perfect in this video. The video is very like uh, uh, I'm a soul stealer. All these little light up glowing jars have mm-hmm. souls in them and he's like He's like the guy that's got. He's like the devil in the in the in the purple Cadillac driving us around, collecting souls and taking them. And then at the end of the video, I'm sitting in my room laughing and chilling with souls all over my shelves.
2: It's
1: it's very interesting. And this is all his concept. He's a great creative director. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also uh, Paul Brisk worked on it. It was produced by Optics, which is. O-P-T-I-K-S which was great. Uh, Jay Gatsby worked on it. It was a great team. We shot it all up and down uh, Sunset and Hollywood Boulevard. I'm sorry, not Sunset. Hollywood Boulevard and it was shot all over Hollywood actually. And um, The car was from a friend. The whole thing was just incredible. So much teamwork. It was a great project. We stood out for like 2 in the morning and just working, it was really fun, and it was real a treasure and an honor, and I'm, I'm really grateful for Cap and my friend Priscilla for hooking me up with Cap.
0: All right, so so then it definitely sounds like if someone uh, another project like this, maybe with Cap again or some other artist, you'd definitely be willing to do it.
1: Yes, most definitely. I, I love it. I love music. I also like that it's a little more on the artistic side. Uh-huh. It's not like he's asking me to like shake my ass, do this uh, bounce and twerk. It's more like avant-garde and like it's more um, of a portrayal. He's telling a story. Right. It's not so... a party. Right. You know more what of, I mean? Yeah.
0: yeah, more of a storyline that goes along with it. With, with... Yeah,
1: it's very beautiful. Like if you see, there's like a scene where I'm like stepping over somebody's legs. He's on the table. Like I just killed a man. I just have a jar in my hand because I took a soul.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely gonna view that again today for sure. That was a, definitely a, a good video. Um. Now, how would someone say? Uh, how would someone catch your eye? You know, by a gesture or maybe something they would say to you if if, if they wanted to approach you.
1: Romantically, I think if I wanted, if somebody wanted to catch my eye, well, Joe, I have to say I'm a little superficial, so they have to be handsome and they have to be fit. Uh, I like, I like, um, if they want to approach me, I like confidence. I like a little bit of humor. So if a man walked up and was like, say I'm at a bar Mm -hmm. and they came up. And they sat next to me at a bar. They looked over and had a clever thing to say. I might say something clever back because I'm witty. Right. So if they can play with my wit and I can play with theirs, I might be impressed if they outwit me. You know, like, I think a a strong brain really matters. But, I mean, I'll I'll take one look at the man when I turn to him at the bar and know right then and there if he's for me or not for that superficial reason that I explained before.
0: Right, right. And
1: then he opens his mouth and he's clever oh my god he would be great <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay all right all right there you go listeners now um what's the worst pickup line you've ever someone's ever tried to give you
1: the worst pickup line oh gosh i get the weirdest things on the internet um god i've heard it all too <laughs> i don't even, i don't know how to answer that i think um some some of the pickup lines are like really bad really bad uh i've opened tweets that just say sex and i'm like really okay. <laughs> i've opened up um, messages yeah it's just like it's its not even the, the worst pickup line it's just like crazy just random stuff hey girl i'm really interested in getting to know you better I, or like really cocky guys that are like uh i'm this and i'm that the worst pickup line is being a real a real like cocky guy i
2: think right. it's
1: unattractive it's unbecoming and unappealing when a man's like i have all these amazing things don't you want to be with a man like me blah 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 it's very arrogant it's unattractive right but um, yeah so i think i think being blatantly overly sexual and like a like a neanderthal like a sex tits give me your tits send me some fucking nudes like oh i hate that i hate that right and then okay And arrogance, total arrogance, also is just like a turnoff. Like, don't be, don't be, so into
0: yourself. Relax. Yeah, Yeah, there's there's a difference between confidence and being cocky and arrogant. You know, just if you're confident, absolutely. if If you're confident about yourself and and approaching somebody, you don't need to impress them with all this money or you got a Mercedes or you got this. You should be able to. If you're the confident enough, you'll be able to impress them with your mind and 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 when you're speaking to them.
1: That's where the real value is in a human being is in the, in their mind, right? Not in their pocket.
0: Right. Exactly. Now, have you uh, have you been recognized in public? And if so, do you have any crazy stories to tell?
1: Oh well, I think the. Uh, yes, I do. But I think the craziest time. Uh, was one time in Mexico. I was with a, an ex-boyfriend, Sorrel Mitzi, who's a World Series poker player. Okay. We're sitting around Mexico and we're chilling out in like the red light district in Tijuana. And I'm in this place called King Kong. It's really famous out there. Okay. Uh, and King Kong's real chill and they have really beautiful women. But they're very loose women. Like you give them one dollar and they put their your hand right up their skirt. Oh wow! And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, they don't care. <laughs> but I'm in there and I'm hanging out with my guy and um and I'm like throwing money at these strippers on the stage because I love the, the ones on the stage doing pole tricks because I feel like they're acrobats and if it's real good I'll tip them very well right. because in Mexico the money's a little different you know Right. so they're happy to have the money and uh, I get a tap on the shoulder and I turn around and he goes oh my god it's a, a Mexican guy and he's like hey you're, you're Heather Vaughn and I'm like he's like are you really you because I can't believe you're here and I'm like, wow, I, yeah. And it's interesting. I always know when it's a fan that recognizes me, because mm-hmm. I, when a stranger taps me for no reason, it's, it's like, it's I don't know. Like people don't actually come up and tap you for no reason. People yeah. don't really just come up unless they recognize or know who you are. And you could see it in their eyes. You could see like a little bit of excitement, like, oh my God, you're really her. And he was like, oh my God, you're really her. I can't believe you're down here in, in Mexico throwing stripper money and you know what i mean like it's crazy but they it's funny and i think that um the thing is like they're like why are you not up there he's like you should go dance right now wow so it was like yeah (laughs) it's just interesting so meanwhile like the whole situation was pretty pretty bizarre it was uh, it's all out of the country uh-huh. in a titty bar. I'm not the one dancing. They're telling me to go dance, and all the guys I'm hanging out with have their hands in all the strippers' pussies. Right. And it was all for such a cheap night. I think the whole night cost us a couple hundred bucks, like nothing. And there was like a bunch of us.
0: Right. Yeah. See, that's the, uh, just the, uh, that's the one thing that 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 drives me nuts about the fans or 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 people. Just they think because someone's in the adult industry that they can treat them a certain way. And, and you know, I just, you, you, you can't do that. You got to treat someone with respect. You got to treat them with respect. You're, you're no different than, than any other person, but just because of your line of work, they think they can treat you a certain way, and that's not right.
1: I think that's totally agreeable, and you're right. That's not right. Um, I feel like I get some strange passes, because of my type of work, they know what I do. Oh man, this is not somebody recognizing me, but it's a different story. Recently, uh-huh. I was in the back of an Uber. Uh, Uber driver tells me, "Hey, what do you do for work?" I openly say, "I'm an adult film star." He says, "Hey, let me show you my cock." I'm like, "Whoa, Uber driver, no!" Jeez. He's like, "Well, I had sex with this. I had sex with this girl. Let me show you the video." I'm like, "No, Uber driver." I'm like. He's like, okay, can I have your number? I'll drive you anytime you want. I'm like, no, Uber driver. Like, it's weird. People just really, they just assume if you're doing that generally and having sex on film, that means you're going to just be a a hoe and a slut all the time, and it's not exactly right or true.
0: Right. You're you're who you are outside of it. I mean, you're not the fictitious character you play on film all the time. You know, that's – and people need to figure that out. There's a difference between – Heather Vaughn, the person, and Heather Vaughn, the fictitious person she plays on film.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's true, absolutely.
0: Now, um, you have a, a a new scene coming out with get on get on your knees dirty dot com.
1: Oh, get your knees dirty dot com. That's from
0: Morgan. Yeah. Yeah, and um, he's. Oh, go ahead.
1: I'm sorry. He's he's a really good friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we shot that a while ago, and it's coming out. And I haven't seen it. I'm very excited. The girl that I'm shooting in that with, or shot in that with, was Asphyxia Noir, who is a brilliant model. Actually, like outside of the porn industry, she's like a very amazing model in in the art scene, right. and she's very well known. And uh, she's got such a such a good presence in the art community. It's amazing. Right. She does a lot of other stuff. And that's why that one was a real treat. Plus, Morgan is a very, very nice, nice guy. Um, and we have some more projects coming up, too, so that's going to be fun. All right.
0: All right. That's good to hear. Definitely hear that you got, you got some more stuff in the works. Now, uh, can you talk about your, your shoot you did with, with Skine Magazine? Are you allowed to talk about that? or
1: Skine Magazine. Skin Magazine and I, there's uh if you go on Instagram, there are two things actually. One's called This Is Eames, like E M E S T H I S I S E M E A M E S. So think of the word dreams, but take the D off.
2: Right. So
1: E A M E S. This is Eames. That's the photographer and creative director of Skin Magazine. Skin is Skyn magazine, also on Instagram, uh, and that was shot in Soho, in Manhattan,
2: okay.
1: and it's really something amazing. We hooked up on on the internet after I actually shot some some beautiful pictures in LA with Cam, Cam's Journal, Cameron.
2: Okay,
1: and they, I think that the internet photographer in the in that like really high range. Mm-hmm. High traffic, high followers, and stuff. They really are a tight knit community. Right. And the photographers all kind of have a chat. So if they see one girl, I guess I might be the new girl on the block right now, as far as uh, as far as um, Instagram photographers. So popular Instagram photographers,
2: because okay. they're
1: all they're all like seeing me, and they they're all approaching me, wanting to shoot me, or we we. we we I've been getting offers a lot. Oh, and and recently, like modeling agencies have been inboxing me, like modeling agencies around the city. It's right. been very interesting. Um, I don't know that my 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 look is like so sought after or so especially pretty or something, but it must it must be something about me, I guess. Cause
0: right, no, they are no, all yeah. kind of no. Cool. I, I I was uh. I've been
1: getting built down for.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. Well, like I said I was a, a a photographer for fifteen years before I started uh, doing my podcast show. And yeah, definitely, you definitely have a unique look that any photographer would 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 want to shoot for sure. Thank you. Now, can you um? Now you are, you are a fan of Bill Nye, and you had a, a thing on Instagram about him. Can you tell the listeners who he is?
1: Oh Bill Nye, Bill Nye fantastic. Okay, Bill Nye is an engineer mm-hmm. and he's a, a speaker on science. he's not a scientist per se, but he's a very brilliant engineer and he he knows you know you have to take a lot of similar similar to become a scientist that you would have to take a course it, to be an engineer like physics and biology and all these kinds of things. I, I guess But um, he's brilliant, really. And I was at one of his uh, signings and um, presentations the other day, and he was talking about so many things. He was talking about um, if you're a female or anybody, he said especially females, but if you're trying to be a a creative person to express your creative brain, you should practice excelling and becoming proficient in algebra and the reason is because when you are proficient in algebra it's like a power of your brain you're able to actually expand that it increases your creativity because of the cognition i suppose but um, i thought i thought that was actually really interesting i'm like okay i could literally if i learn if i excel at algebra i can i will on the other side be more creative generally that's that's a strong brain
2: mm-hmm. you
1: know and i want a strong brain he's got all kinds of tips um and he was so cool when I met him the other day. I told him he was excellent on The Big Bang Theory.
2: Uh-huh.
1: He's excellent on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was excellent on Rachel Maddow. And uh, uh, it's interesting; he's on a bunch of really good shows. And he's just a kind of a, everybody likes Bill Nye. Um, and he, an, another thing I discovered was that Bill Nye uh, made his show in the '90s, Bill Nye the Science Guy, by total like just messing around he didn't expect that it was going to be something successful and that anybody was going to watch it it was just a bunch of his friends and him and they all got together tried to make this little thing and and it picked up and it became so popular and everybody loved his show Bill Nye the Science Guy in the 90s and um yeah so he just became so reputable for that. Now, fast forward, we're in 2017 and like, like science is so cool. It's so hot. That's so lit. Right.
0: Yeah. So like all of a
1: sudden, Bill Nye is hot again.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, the listeners are going Bill Nye, Bill Nye. And then you refer to him as Bill Nye, the science guy. And they're like, Oh yeah, I know who that is. You know? And, and so he is definitely, definitely, uh, 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 smart, smart person for sure. Yeah, I loved his show. Now, what what can mm-hmm. what can the uh, what can the fans expect from you um, for the rest of 2017?
1: For the rest of 2017, I am going to be uh, for fans or, as far as fans are concerned. I'm going to be doing a few things. Actually, I've been working closely with Kevin Moore of Evil Angel okay. on some projects. He, he's really excellent. We've been doing some very good work that I'm not allowed to talk about. Okay, so,
0: okay, <laughs> uh, understand.
1: Expect, expect some really good stuff out of Evil Angel and me. I'm going to be doing a lot of VR for the rest of this year. A lot of VR, so my fans can be getting mm, a personal feel, if you know what I mean. Right. And right. Uh, also, on a on a on a different level, on kind of an upper echelon. I'm going to be in October. I'm 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 actually an advocate uh, on a stop domestic violence uh, campaign. Okay. So I'm going. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Right. The color is purple, the color of the ribbon. Okay. So um, I'm going to be promoting that campaign and stuff. There, uh, there's been a surprising amount of things that I've discovered in my journey. Um, I went through some something very awful. And through my healing process, I've reached out and discovered that there's a lot of women in the adult industry that suffer abusive relationships, emotional, physical, so many types of things. So uh, the stories and the outcries that I've been getting is, for this campaign and this project has been kind of remarkable and bitter, bittersweet, I have to say. Mm-hmm. the Like the girls are... Are really beautiful and I am grateful and thank them all and they're, and they're wonderful for sharing their stories with me
0: um,
1: And and they're brave and they're bold and I think that's the really good thing and uh, I think awareness is very important because it, it keeps these girls safe Right, and it's something I think I don't know why porn girls are so victimized by this, but um, yeah, so I have some really top name girls working on it with me, and okay. some agents working on it with me, and uh, we might do like a, a a run for it. You know how they have like a charity run or something. We might do right. something like that pretty soon. So that's a really big thing. And if you're a real fan and you really love your girls, then of course you don't want them going through anything bad. Exactly. Uh, Post purple in October.
0: Yes, for sure. Yeah, maybe oh, yeah. maybe that'd be a, mm-hmm. a maybe that'll be a good time to maybe if you'd like to come back on the show and then we can discuss that um, and, and do like a, a month-long thing on it and, and just bring more awareness out there of, of what's going on.
1: Oh, that's fantastic, Joe. Thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, um, where can the fans find you on on um, social media? Uh,
1: social media is awesome. I'm going to let you know. Okay, so my Twitter is Heather Vaughn. Vaughn is spelled V-A-H-N. If you don't know, now you know. Uh, so, also my Instagram, I have a few. One is called Viva LaVon. V-I-V-A-L-A-V-A-H-N. The other is King H-V. K-I-N-G period H-V. King H-V is um, my, my production Instagram. It's like, not my personal Instagram. It's what I'm making uh, films out of, and I'm going to start promoting that soon. I'm going to start producing, which is another story. Okay. Um, there's my o- my OnlyFans.com slash Heather Vaughn. That's really one of my favorites. There's also, of course, Sext Panther, uh, and that's sextpanther.com slash Heather mm-hmm. underscore um, Vaughn. And you can also reach me on ChatStar. I don't know the chat star link off the top of my head, but I do know that it gets auto posted every day to my in, or to my Twitter. So if you want to go follow up there, you can call me, you can text me and I also do Skype shows right. Um, I have a, a set rate for my Skype shows. It's 10 minutes for $100 dollars and it's always the same. And also, if you want any items from me, personal items or anything like that, Just send me an email. It's very difficult. Heather Vaughn at (laughs) gmail.com.
0: Okay. All right. Now, aren't you um, also on verifiedcalls.com as well?
1: Yes. That's one of my favorites. I get a lot, actually, of
0: verified calls. A ton. That's good. All right. That's good. And then what I'll do is also um, in the description on this video that I'm going to be making for it, um, I'll put all these links on there for the fans just in case they didn't hear it or missed it or whatever they'll be able to see it in in the description for you okay well i think that'll be it hey i want to thank you heather for for being on and like i said you have you have an open invite and you know maybe in october you come back and we can uh discuss the the domestic violence uh, situation going on and maybe we can get some phone numbers out there and, and and get some help for people that need it
1: yeah that'd be perfect for those girls it's a, It's going to be a good campaign. It's very positive. All right. It's not right. supposed to be like a sad. It's not a sad thing. It's it's a it's an empowering thing, and it's going to be amazing. All
0: right, that's good. Yeah, and like I said, I'll, um, you know, w- w- you know, with my show, I'll do whatever I can to help the to, to help get the word out. So, um, like I said, I want to thank you guys uh, for listening. Hey, our guest today was Heather Vaughn. Um, you guys will be able to find this show on YouTube as well as SoundCloud. Type in the podcast by Mata, Mata spelled M-A-T-A. I want to thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. We'd like to give a big shout-out to our sponsor, CAC Aesthetics and Cosmetics, in the TJ Maxx Shopping Center at 1850 Douglas Boulevard, Suite 988 in Roseville, California. They do everything from custom facials to makeup a natural age reverse clinic that will take years of your off your skin naturally call them at 916-474-5007 as for my dear friend Megan you tell her that Joe from the podcast by Modicentia.